In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, God called Abraham, and it says in that verse, it says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. You know, if you're a missionary, this verse really resonates. But even if you're not a missionary, if you're called to gospel ministry, this verse really speaks to us because there's a call from God. And he says, you're going to have to go out. I've got a path for you, and you're going to have to follow me on that path. I, when I was a young person, I, I remember I heard, a, I heard a preacher preach about this, and he, and he talked about Abraham coming home after the call of God and saying, Hey, Sarah. Yeah, Abraham, what's up? We're moving. Why are we moving? God said so. Where are we going? I don't know. <laughs> Sarah's saying, we just bought a new couch. <laughs> okay. Why don't you go send me a letter when you get there? Let me know where you, once you figure out where you're going. You know, it would have been a very awkward thing because God said go and they had no idea where. And in missions, that's pretty real. And in ministry, whether you're in missions or not, we don't know. Uh, he said ever since that day, he's been on a path to Indonesia. And I don't doubt that. But there's a pretty good chance that, that won't be the end of the path. Uh, that's going to be a... That's, God's leading you there, and I don't doubt that a bit. But, but the truth of the matter is, is every one of us missionaries, pastors, nearly all of us are kind of in Abraham's shoes here where God has called us to do something for him and we don't know where the path is going to go. He's called us to go out and we don't know where and it's a matter of, of stepping out in faith. It's been a sobering couple weeks for me as I have two friends that are close to me one a missionary, another one somebody that I love on the mission field who have come to great harm uh, out there. The calling that God puts on our life, it's a serious thing. And there's no guarantee that it will be all roses. Um, I think we know that. I know Rhonda and I, when we did our survey tri trip to Russia, I remember one day us sitting there next to each other in the little apartment in Moscow holding tight to each other and saying, we know God's calling us. We don't know if us or our kids will survive this, but we, we're willing to do this, not knowing exactly what might become of it. And I would suppose that, that Jens and Regina have had that kind of conversation of saying, we don't know what lies before us, but we know who's leading us. The, the story about Abraham you, to continue, you almost have to go over to Romans, or excuse me, to Hebrews chapter eleven, where it says there, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whither he went. There was a call to go out, not knowing what lies before us, maybe great glory. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. Ah. Uh, Maybe a martyr's crown. Maybe years of work that, no, that the world never notices, 
but that the Father sees every step and knows every word and rewards you for. Uh, it could be, we don't know what's out there before us, but Abraham, not knowing what was before him, obeyed. It says when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he said, yes, Lord, I'll go. You know, an ordination, um, a lot of people get confused about what an ordination is. It's not really the church saying that Jens is called. It's the church recognizing what God has already done. Uh, and it's the church's job to recognize that and put their seal upon that and lay hands upon him. Uh, that, that means in blessing, not the other way. Uh, to lay hands upon him to say, this man we recognize is called of God and, and we, approve, we approve him believing that to be the case. And, and so there's that obedience uh, and, then, and then you go and you serve Christ. And you don't know where that's going to lead you. But how can you go out not knowing where you're going? How did Abraham do that? How did Sarah do that? And the answer is right here. Because in this passage of scripture in Hebrews 11, it uses the word by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. By faith, also, Sarah herself received strength. That's for you, Regina. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried. And every, the, the whole emphasis of this passage in Hebrews is that he was called and he obeyed and he did it by faith. Because without faith, you wouldn't respond to the call. Without faith, you would not obey. Without faith, you would not go and serve in Indonesia. Um, but because you know who you're serving, that's something that you can do. Uh, in, the, in the passage, on verse 11 of this passage of Scripture, it's talking about Sarah. And it says, but through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. The key to faith, it's not the faith that makes the difference. It's the one that the faith is in. She said, so this doesn't make any sense to me, but God promised it, and he seems trustworthy. I think I'll just go with that. That's faith. Looking at God and saying, I believe him. And as you guys go out, there are going to be so many things. I'll tell you what, getting on that airplane and flying away is a hard thing. Uh, though truth to be told, it's probably hard for mom and dad and grandma than it is for you. Uh, that takes a lot of faith from moms and dads and grandmas to say, I will trust God to send my kid overseas. Um, going through the hardships of learning a life in a new world is going to require faith. Ministering to people who don't want to be ministered to is going to require faith. Uh, it speaks here about Abraham when he was tried, going through the trials that are going to happen. It's going to require faith. But let me show you something else, one more thing through this passage of Scripture that I think is very precious. It says, By faith he sojourned in the land of promises in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles, living in tents, like he didn't even have a real house. He just was like 
living there as a, as, as a traveler, living in tabernacles and tents with Isaac and Jacob there is with him of the same promise. Verse 10, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. The, the resident said, why don't you build a house? What are you doing living in a tent? And he said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a house you don't know about. You see, I've got my eyes set on a city that has real foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You go over in verse 14, they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they'd been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is in heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. There's a calling to go out. Don't know where. And that's daunting. And there's got to be obedience. Yes, Lord, we'll follow you. Wherever you lead, we'll follow you to Indonesia. We'll follow you to good. We'll follow you to difficult. We'll follow you if needs be to death. We'll follow you to glory. We'll follow. Lord, wherever you lead, that's where we'll go. How do you do that? Only by faith. But folks, Jens and Regina are looking for a city. They believe that there is something higher and better than what we see here. They've made a decision that I'm not going to spend my life pursuing the things that all of my peers are pursuing. A nicer house, nicer car, nicer job, nicer bank account. But that there's something higher, there's something better, and we will invest our lives in that. That's really what the calling is all about, is that our Father has called us to invest ourselves in something higher and better. And so, Jens and Gina, God bless you guys. We love you dearly. We, we are convinced that you are wholly inadequate to do this job, but we are convinced that the, our Father who goes with you is wholly adequate to care for you and use you to do mighty things for his name.